What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with Around Town in Chilliwack. Around Town in Chilliwack is a podcast featuring local people that are doing interesting work. I had a chance to sit down with Ron Laser, local realtor, local businessman. He's owner of Decades Coffee Club in downtown Chilliwack. We had a chance to have a, a good chat about uh, the work that he's doing in real estate, uh, what's going on in downtown Chilliwack, what he thinks uh, needs to be done, and also goes over some great tips on what he's learned and learning in, uh, in the world of business. I have a, a deep respect for Ron. I met him through a crazy proposal that I had uh, written for him uh, 10 years ago now, and uh, that's what uh, brought Ron and I together in, uh, in our friendship, our relationship, and uh, I really appreciate what Ron has to say. So sit back, enjoy, and uh, we'll, we'll let Ron take it from here. Tell the good people who you are. Uh, my name is Ron, Ron Laser. Um from Chilliwack, British Columbia. Lifelong uh, Chilliwack resident? Mostly. Mostly. All but uh, a couple years of my life, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Moved here in 79. 79. 79. Nice. Yeah. Um, what do you do in Chilliwack, Ron? Uh, a couple things. I've, um, for a number of years, I've owned a coffee shop in Chilliwack. And uh, any certain coffee shop that people might know? They might. It's called Decades Coffee Club. It's been around for about 17 years now. Um, and then the last number of years I got into real estate, so I'm also a realtor. With uh, which company? Century 21. Century 21. Yeah. Good stuff. So what's it, uh, what's it like running a small business in Chilliwack for 17 years now? Well, you'd think you'd get it all figured out by now, but I still have so many things I'm learning in business. Um, this last number of uh, years, Specifically, the last number of months, I've been um, really enjoying actually having a renewed passion for the business and um, for the people that come in and creating community. Um, it's actually quite fun owning a business. Uh, Decades has made a shift, really, in the last couple of years here where you guys have really, I don't know, found your personality? Is that... Yep. Would you say that? I would say so. Um, and we've tapped into, um, yeah, finding our own personality, our own um, form of culture yeah. in the business. Um, and have just been able to keep riding that wave and growing that and figuring out what we're good at, creating social atmosphere, um, creating... Um, more opportunities in life to celebrate, um, making things beautiful for our guests when they come in, and it's been it's been exciting. We've really been hitting the target a lot more on that. Yeah. So recently, you did like uh, your waffle party on a Saturday. Yeah. Something new Something different. And different. Absolutely. How how'd that go? Great. Uh, that was our. Um, we've done two now. Um, both of them have been well received, and they are. Um, people come in and just to hang out with friends. We've got our um, um, set up in the in our front seating area set up differently with the long community table, and so it's been really cool to see how people um, actually do use that. I was a bit nervous about having a long community table and no one wanting to sit there and being next to someone, but people actually do um, fill it up and chat and. Um, 
well, who doesn't love waffles? And then people just have a, have a good time, right? So, yeah. Have you tried uh, fried chicken and waffles? I haven't. I would. Uh, I would imagine it's it's pretty darn good. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I tried it in the south. That's where you have to really try it. That's, yeah. And I was disappointed. What? Yeah. It's like a thing, isn't it? It totally is. It's a big thing down there, and I just. Uh, was kind of eh. was it the recipe or just the mix i think the mix because like fried chicken how do you not love fried chicken and then and waffles exactly. how do you not love waffles and so i even tried like all sorts of stuff with like putting butter and syrup on the chicken and like eating the waffles and chicken together you just and, couldn't get it no i just didn't enjoy it so mm. i was curious to see if you've tried it i haven't nope is that going to be on your next waffle menu? We'd have to be a bit creative to figure that out, but uh, could be, <laughs> could be. What's what's it been like? Seventeen years owning a business downtown Chilliwack. Um, I'd have to say it's been a really good experience. Um, probably nine out of ten. Yeah, it's what's, uh, what makes it nine out of ten. I. I think uh, being feeling like you're able to be a part of the community, I think, is something that really, um, really sits well with me. Um, if I ever didn't have it, um, I would miss that connection to the community. Yeah. Um, so being able to see people, um, a lot of our regulars, watching kids grow up, even it's crazy, um, and then they start asking for jobs and. Uh, <laughs> Or staff that come in and teenagers and then they're off getting married and it's just uh, it's just a really w- neat way to be connected to people yeah and you guys do some work with um, different organizations in town too right yeah yeah we um, well we would love to support as, as many things as we can there's certainly so many opportunities out there um, um, Chilliwick Society of Community Living is is one that we um have a lot of connections with and they're right around the corner right around the corner yeah and so they come in often with their clients um just on um small outings um i often go to speak to their their job clubs helping them um, learn a little bit more about how to go out and get a job in the community um and then we also hire someone um, on staff who has a disability um, from that organization and um, that's he's been with me about seven years now wow and it's been one of the smartest things I've done cool challenges working owning a business downtown Chilliwack what have you noticed um, it's uh, well downtown Chilliwack is not like the busiest part of town so um, and year in some years it's been you know, I would love to have more traffic downtown, more more guests coming in and such. Um, certainly, there's the a little bit of an undesirable element that uh, um, makes its way through through town, and sometimes that's uh, a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, it's out of sight, um, but it is around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, with changes that have been happening, you know, the Safeway old Safeway building getting taken down. Um, Mill Street's kind of been under construction. Mm -hmm. Um, What else do you think the city needs to do in order to uh, improve the downtown? Um, hmm. 
good question. I think figuring out a way to bring in development, figuring out a way to get the sites like the Safeway, um, the old Safeway sites um, into development. Um, yeah, because it's great that they've taken that building down, yeah. but now it's just an empty lot. Yeah, yeah, and so make it attractive for developers to come in. Um, I think they've had some um, good ideas with trying to hold out-of-town landlords more accountable for the condition of the buildings, mm-hmm. which is good. So as a realtor, um, how do you perceive that downtown? Like, How do you bring in more development? How do you... How would the city go about doing that? Like, how do you make it attractable and... Hmm. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think a lot of it is um, um, building incentives. Yeah. So, and I think the Chilog, city of Chilog actually has th- that in place, if not currently, at least they have in the past, tax breaks yeah. on development. Um, I think they really want to try and figure out because I don't think there's any simple solution to no. like like you mentioned like um, holding landlords accountable mm-hmm. that's a great step but mm-hmm. it's just one of it's one many of, that yeah and it's an unknown path really yeah absolutely um, so someone that's new uh, to small business um, they want to open up downtown Chilliwack what words of advice would you have for them um, well know you're building well um, know the condition of your building. There's a lot of older buildings. Um, I would be careful which part of downtown you go into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be very careful of what you sign for any lease. So from a from personal experience and a realtor's experience, yes. you're saying? Lease is very, very important. Um, yeah. And and Chilliwack, if it's got much better lease rates than in the rest of Chilliwack. Yeah. Sorry, downtown that is. So what downtown, what are we looking at roughly, like ballparking in the area? Um, anywhere from 8 to $12 a square foot. And then let's compare that over to the other side of the highway, Sardis. Um, you're looking at um, high 20s or low 30s that's square an, foot. That's an crazy. It is. It like Yeah. Yeah. And is that just because of desirability and traffic? Or? And, yeah, exactly. Traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Big things, traffic. Yeah, but imagine locking in a lease for you know eight or ten dollars a square foot, and improve the downtown. Yeah, you could do okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, that's why I went there is because the lease rate was um, crazy cheap, and it made sense. And I thought, well, you know what, I can carve out a business. Uh, it's it does take work to get traffic to yourself downtown. Yeah. Um, but I, what are what I, are some things you guys have done to increase traffic downtown? Um, but just our own um, our own marketing, giving reasons for people to come downtown. Like mm-hmm. as much as things around me have maybe closed, like the courthouse, um, Safeway. I've always thought you know my business is not um, dependent on things around me. It's dependent on what I do to bring people in, and so that it comes down to marketing. Yeah, yeah. And you guys like if uh, people don't follow you on Instagram, like. Amy does an awesome job with posts that are on there. People that you check yeah. out their Facebook page, like you guys are. Yep. And then the other thing too that I love with what you guys have done in the last few years is you don't, you're not a typical looking coffee house inside. Yeah. You guys have your own distinct, unique, yeah. and that's, that's always changing too. 
and that's been a big thing for sure and that's yeah. something that i've not had uh, a lot of um abilities in in the last well in the earlier years of business but have been able to tap into to a friend who brings that that skill and ability for me so that's been a huge thing is that something you've had to kind of let go yourself yeah. and give it to someone else yeah that's certainly at, at this stage i'm um that's one of the things i'm working on is um, bringing a few more people to the table, having them do an awesome job and letting go of a few more things in my own life. So how how have you come about learning that then? Like what's... I think I actually kind of stumbled on it. Um, an artist friend of mine um, started getting to know her Yeah. Um, as a friend. And then she, um, I had some extra space um, in the shop and she's uh, moved her studio, her art studio into there. So she yeah. teaches art classes in there. Um, and in exchange for that space, she brings in the um, um, culture and atmosphere really? um, that you see now in the shop. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so she's the brains behind that. I do you want to plug her right now? Like, or? yeah, Esther Hugendorn, um, and she's from. She's got her own design studio, Ease Designs, um, and it's been it's been a great fit because. Um, you know, and in years past, I would never have been really focused on um, having kids in the business. Yeah. Um, because they're usually they've been usually a little bit out of control, but we've actually been able to bring in um, focus on that a little bit more. Um, kids come into her art studio; they do crafts and such in there. Uh, and the parents will go and sit and have a coffee, and then and even the kids will go out too. Um, and it's just a really fun atmosphere. Um, Esther's also brought in coloring sheets for the kids, which has really helped so that kids aren't just bouncing off the walls when they're in the shop yeah. with their parents. They have something to do. Um, and then we plaster up all their coloring sheets around the shop, and it just it looks cool and looks fun. And the kids love being able to put up their artwork. Would you say separates you decades from other coffee, coffee places, franchises in Chilliwack? Our culture. Your culture? Yeah. How would you define your culture? Oh, gosh, of course. <laughs> um, you want to throw in a term of culture, I'm going to yeah, make it. Yeah, I saw that one come in. It's like, crap. Um, our culture is, you know, I guess, of making life beautiful. Yeah. So, Which I'm pretty sure I've seen plastered on the side of your building. Which I'm pretty sure you would have. <laughs> it's yeah. a little large, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And even that, I mean, that's something we've never, ever done in the... In, the past quite like that and it's uh it's making a statement and um yeah we like it yeah we like it so part of making life beautiful um you like and transitioning with decades mm -hmm. uh you sent out an email that i thought was spam at first but uh cool yeah. like just a cool event that you have coming up yeah that probably ties more into your your real estate my real estate absolutely yeah. but you're hosting it at decades mm -hmm. so what is it what what do you have coming up it's a spring social um this is the first time i've ever done it and what i'm doing is inviting uh, past clients and uh people in my life that are um close to me to come and hang out um and have uh, have a little party celebrate spring um dress up treat you guys special um culinary treats we have music um, and some some takeaways as well, and just a reason to get together. Um, black tie optional was that the black tie optional? Yeah, so yeah. something that doesn't always happen in our lives. And oh, Chilliwack, like, especially right? so, Chilliwack. <laughs> yeah, so 
uh, yeah, dress up and um, I um, I want to get better at just being connected to the people in my life and and using my shop as a way to to do that in my real est- for my real estate world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So with with that and just real estate in general, how do you do stuff in real estate where you don't come across that all you're trying to do is push your business card? Like because this is obviously it is a marketing. Yeah. But and yeah. like there's always that aspect to it. Yeah, for sure. But how do you come across without feeling like you're pushing yourself onto people? That's a tough one. Yeah. It is, yeah. Because anytime you you have the urge to pull out your business card or hand someone a a notepad because you know they want to have the, your picture on their yeah on their counter, um, it feels a little bit weird. Does it? It really does. Because how long have you been doing real estate now? Uh, about four years. Yeah. yeah, it still feels weird. It does. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I I for me actually I prefer to build my business through referrals people who like me know me and find me referable yeah um it but it also that also in itself takes a bit of work too because you have to remind people yeah um and i'd much rather that than to go out and sell myself with uh, the normal sort of realtor ways right yeah which is like i always bug you about getting your face on a bus bench yeah. sure right but yeah. you don't you don't really do that like you do follow some traditional stuff but yeah. not overly i do some stuff yeah like do you have I, fridge magnets i don't but okay no that's good yeah <laughs> are you on a pen you have your own pens no not no yet see there you go no <laughs> but you do i do have my face on my business card yeah which is good and you've got nice business cards well thank you yes yes um, lately you've been, uh, doing a lot of stuff in, around the Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. How, how'd you get into that? Um, uh, my sister, she, um, um, she had gone to some Tony Robbins events actually, and her husband had gone to like a bunch of them. And so, um, in conversations with both of them, um, I thought it was, uh, something I would be really, really interested in doing invest in investment in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to other kind of uh, um, more local seminars, um, but this was something that uh, I was. I actually didn't really know a whole lot about Tony Robbins um, before going. Yeah. So, where? Um, what was the first event that you went to with him? In Los Angeles in October 2015. Okay. And it's called Unleash the Power Within. It's a four-day weekend. Um, really really intense yeah like what time do you guys start um usually about uh maybe nine o'clock in the morning and then you would go to like one or two o'clock three o'clock in the morning wow and then wake up and And then again yeah yeah uh and then you're meeting in what like uh uh we were at uh, los angeles convention center was huge there was probably about ten thousand people there wow that's crazy. Really high energy. It's uh, there's a uh, good portion of the event that actually just feels like a rock concert. Yeah, because he's uh, he does a really good job at creating the energy. Um, Is he up there the whole time or um, mostly? 
there's yeah so on on uh on some of the days he's literally up there the whole time wow yeah so you don't see him taking a drink of water or bathroom break um and when you go there as an attender um if you want to go eat if you want to go to the bathroom you can go do it you'll just miss whatever is going on and i I can tell you you really don't want to leave your seat because you're just so enthralled with everything really yeah absolutely so how many events have you gone to now i've gone to three of them so the next one i went to was in december 2015 it's called date with destiny it was like i believe five or six days long probably actually one of my probably my favorite one yeah Uh, which was where um Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. And then I went to um, one in January 2016. Um, Business Mastery is what it was called. So a lot more focused on um, business stuff. But even in that, um, there's a lot of psychology involved in in people's ability to do business. Yeah. Um, Their limiting beliefs, their chokeholds, their stories. yeah so so biggest thing you'd say you've learned from Tony Robbins um, so far um, I would have learned um, at UPW about um, that I can choose the state that I live in um, he talks about um, beautiful states and suffering states and that um, suffering is is a choice pain in life isn't a choice but suffering is a choice suffering is what you tell yourself about that pain um, and that I I can choose to live in a beautiful state um, so that, that that really applies to life and business absolutely does right sure um, yeah is there anything um, on the business aspect that you'd say you've learned that yes. has helped you yeah I mean you know it uh um, he talks about the seven forces of business mm-hmm. um, and um, how to how to master those um, so that you end up with um, raving fans um, I also um, I learned a lot even about um, reading some financial statements uh, about marketing items I learned a lot about um some things would be that uh, to step up more in, in business. Mm-hmm. That that's a big thing, um, and I've been in for so long that I think um, I needed a little bit of a rejuvenating, um, a little bit more um, hope for the future. Yeah, um, believing that there is a treasure, I will find it, and it's worth it. Yeah. Um, um, looking at what the chokeholds are in the business and they're predominantly to do with me um, being fearful of maybe making decisions I need to be making right um, that's hard though because like when you hold a business you're like because you you have two businesses yeah decades and you you're a realtor like Ron Laser the realtor is a brand it, it is a business um, every decision you make is is tough because it's mm-hmm. it's on you, and I can see how being fearful of making a decision yeah. can it can either hold you back or help you. 
Yeah, and and it's held me back in a lot of ways. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I'm sure, like with the stuff that we've talked about with decades, though, like that's got to helped you in your real estate, though, kind of to push you out there a bit more. Would you say? Uh, yeah, I, um, for sure. Everything that I'm learning there is is stuff that I'm able to have more confidence in going in with in yeah. real estate for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. even just like this spring formal. Yeah, exactly. Like, to just kind of. That's something I've there. never done before that I probably would have been too scared to do actually in the past. Yeah. But now I'm, uh, um, yeah, stepping out and doing it. Yeah. Uh, let's tie it all back to like downtown Chilliwack and small business mm-hmm. um, with that. How many people out there do you figure they, they want to do something? They, they're tired of the nine to five, but... They're they're fearful of jumping oh, yeah. ship, jumping ship and starting something new. Yeah, like what what there's, would you say to them? Oh gosh, then that I think there's a lot of people out there like that too that uh, um, that have those dreams and um, would love to do that sort of thing. Um, what would I say? I would uh, keep dreaming and then keep taking steps forward um, and and figure out how to deal with those fears I don't I'm not sure how that is for each person mm-hmm. but I think that's a lot of what holds people back from jumping in um, figuring out how to get good people around you you can't always do it alone I've done a lot of things alone and it only gets you so far yeah if you're able to um, get support from other people who have skills that that you need um, keep learning and growing keep motivating yourself um and what uh, what resources are like i think a lot of people have no clue what resources are available downtown chilliwack like there's people that help you out with stuff aren't there yeah oh yeah for sure i mean the bia is a good knowledge center the business improvement association um there's um even i think government funded um places that help you to start businesses they'll walk you through the steps Mm -hmm. um doing like some marketing research to find out if it's a good idea um what what people are wanting uh are you a part of chamber of commerce i have been i'm not right now okay but you're part of rotary part of rotary which that's got to be huge for networking it is yeah it's a good place to be plugged into the community community for sure and you've been in part of Rotary for probably six or seven years, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Always offering the and free you... Friday lunch. Invites open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. Between you and Michael Berger. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, there's there's stuff available for downtown Chilliwack. You know what? And um figuring out how to be resourceful. That's one of the things you need to do to succeed in business is be resourceful. Yeah. It's not always going to come to you. You got to go and get it. So if it's finding in a book, is it going to the Chamber of Commerce? Um, um, finding other people in in the industry you're interested in and putting yourself in their proximity. Yeah, That's actually another thing I learned from Tony Robbins is proximity is power. Right. So for me, like if I dream of expanding my business, the coffee shop to multiple locations, um go out and find the people who have expanded their businesses to multiple locations, either in the coffee industry or even something else. Right. Um, because they've done it. 
and it talks a lot about powers prox or proximity is power right yeah no that's good how do you get away from the stigmatism that comes with being a realtor um because there's some people i don't know i yeah you I don't, don't know what people actually no i do know some people <laughs> that yeah. uh that think that you know a lot of realtors have a very bad reputation of being yeah. just a step above or below a used car salesman <laughs> and it's unfortunate some there is there are some people that uh, rightfully have um that sort of stigma um in the business for sure um i i think one thing that helps me is that i've been known in the community in business that it helps me, um, I guess, have a little bit of an advantage because uh, people know me from a different part of. Um, well, seventeen my life. years of yeah. owning decades. Yeah, but of course, a lot of the people I meet in real estate they don't they don't actually know that. It's usually a little bit later in the in the relationship that I kind of tell them about that. Right. Um, but um, yeah, so I still deal with that. So people that don't know me and what they perceive about, about realtors. Um, I actually think that, um, that most people actually um, appreciate and value what a realtor does. Um, there are those, yeah, you know what? And that's what I choose to focus on. If there are those uh, no names mentioned that don't um, necessarily um, have that perspective, and that's the way it is. Yeah. Focus on the ones that do. Yeah. No, if you can... Well, I think like you talked about the relationship is really how you, you've built your business yeah. in real estate. You, you yeah. talked about referrals. Yeah. Uh, so that's I think that right there is I, one major way of getting around the stigmatism. I, I would agree. You're not just yeah. seeing a mark and yeah. going after it. Um, and when and in, in transactions, um, people know if um, if they can trust you or not. They yeah. can they can sense it really really easily. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because there are things that realtors can do um, that the typical buyers and sellers um, aren't aware of that can affect things. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. if you can be open and upfront about all of that, yeah, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, the housing market. In Vancouver, everyone knows it's obviously nuts. Mm -hmm. um, how's that affecting Chilliwack? Well, yeah, it's crazy right now. Um, things are selling really, really fast. And above market value, or uh, well, market value is what uh, a ready, willing, able buyer is willing is wanting to pay. So, um, if a house is listed for four hundred thousand, um, they will that'll often go for asking price sometimes over asking based on having multiple offers and so they know they're competing against maybe three or four other offers right and so that house could easily go for anywhere like 410 wow 415 i mean i haven't seen it where it's like 50 grand over anything that yeah but basically like if your your listing price here you're going to sell for it maybe uh, a little bit more. yeah typically i guess depending on on uh there's still products that are selling well and there's products that aren't selling well for sure so what products right now what are what's hot what's single not? family detached 
homes um, and starters are selling well. Even a Chilliwack, things are selling well. If it's a decent house, if it's got a suite, it'll sell well. Fairfield Island area is is good. Um, townhouses and starters are selling well. Um, and um, new construction. Yeah. Just, oh. Housing market in Chilliwack. What do you? Yeah. What's your forecast? What do you? What's the unofficial, official the, Ron Laser statement forecast? Oh, of, my crystal ball is. I yes. I think this is going to be a, a good market for us this year. Yeah. Um. Probably maybe squeeze out another good market next next year. Um. Because things then, haven't been great for the last. They haven't been awful, been, but no, they've been steadily growing the last number of years. Yeah. Um. But we are also in mirroring some some activity. Um, that happened um, just like it did before the crash in 2008. Okay. So our inventories are really, really low, um, which is why right now um, there's multiple offers happening on places and it and it's happening quickly. Um, the other day I had a listing hit live on, uh, on Monday and had an offer that night. Wow. Um, and... On the other and flip side of things, for buyers, there's a lot of buyers out there and not enough products. So I got a handful of buyers. I can't find them anything right now. Yeah. And so when something does come up, you got to be quick. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully this market, um, this spring, more sellers will get itchy and want to list. Yeah. Um, really hoping that happens. Yeah. Well, that'll keep you busy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. you see things trending upwards right now. I do, yeah. For a little while anyways. For a little while. Yeah. yeah. But not uh, like with Vancouver, their crazy housing boom. Like it's not. No, we're we're different. The most of the stuff you see on media about Vancouver, that's its own unique thing. Yeah. Um, and and um, yes, we do have a good market, but it's it's different than Vancouver in my opinion. Which is crazy. Like we're only you know, 45 minutes, an hour away. Yeah. And it's a yeah. whole other market. But we, and we get a lot of people moving up from uh, Vancouver, um, even from Abbotsford, lots of people from Abbotsford. Cool. So tips for uh, home buyers. Let's, let's start with the uh, yeah. selling aspect. What would you, what would you give them? Give me, give me the rundown. Pitch to me as a realtor. Um, sorry. And so home buyers. So, uh, so I, I'm selling my house. You're selling your house. What, what tips would you give me? Well, Nowadays, the sellers are in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you have a decent place, you'll probably do probably do all right. Um, I always like to give the tips about um, um, well curb appeal, um, um, decluttering, and I also like depersonalizing. And what I mean by that is taking off the walls and off your decor, just the things that will distract buyers when they come in. It's really about making your your house a product. Right. Um, and you don't know how many times I take buyers through places and they will stop and look at all the pictures on the walls to see if they recognize anyone. <laughs> and it's like, and we're, we're yeah. here to look at a house. Yeah, we're not looking at pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know what, and I've, I've heard of some buyers who will recognize someone and they'll say, I'll never buy this place because that of person. that person. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Which you've just lost a sale basically yep. because mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I realize it's hard to take down family photos and pictures of the kids. It's, it's, but not it's temporary. 
It is temporary, exactly. Yeah, it's not a permanent thing. Yep. And then for for buyers, tips right now in a market that's hard to buy in. Get your finances ready. Yeah. Um, make sure that you are able to pull the trigger fast when you find something that you like. Yeah. Um, get set up with a realtor so that you know as soon as listings are coming out um, that you get notified of that before it even gets out to the public. There's a little bit of a lag um, from when realtors become aware of the listings and then when the public does. There's also what's called like the silent market and so sometimes sellers, they will sell their house, but they won't put it on the market. Um, so the realtor will have it as like a pocket listing is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and then the seller won't list it until they know that they've been able to find their place, right? Right. Um, so there is the the silent market where, where realtors have all these pocket listings and, um, and we, talked amongst ourselves and so you get to know what listings are actually out there right um so yeah connect with the realtor because you won't see it in the newspaper yeah you need to connect with the realtor to find that stuff out yeah cool another reason to use realtor that's just saying yeah because you guys (laughs) well you have a massive network like it's not like you're only stuck in the century 21 office no absolutely not no you're connected to all realtors in, in town yeah yeah, for sure. Some more than others. Yeah, and if you have, and it's and it's great when you have realtors that actually have good working relationships and reputation in town too, because that actually makes a difference. A lot of buyers and sellers don't always realize that. Um, if you're working with the realtor that uh, um, isn't really on their game, that uh, that word gets out there. Yeah. Someone wants to leave a nine to five job. Do it. Just do it. I'm. I always get excited about people who have dreams like that, um, and I think, yeah, sometimes they're scary, but um, there's so many rewards from it. Yeah. So for decades, for you, when you started decades, yeah. What, what were uh, you? What were you doing before decades? Not thinking of what I was doing. Not thinking. Yeah. You just jumped I was, in. I just jumped in. Well, I had been working for for my dad, um, and that's how. The business came about chatting in in his office and um, really connecting with the social atmosphere of the coffee brings. Oh, for sure. You know, thinking back to when I was a kid, even uh, growing up, and remembering the times around the kitchen table where you're after dinner having coffee and cake with family or relatives, and how much fun that was, and you didn't want to leave the table, and you go through stories that make you laugh and stories that make you cry, and you just and it's just the memories of that and yeah. I love that and so out of that came the idea um, for the shop um, so the name Decades Decades came from uh, um, a gentleman uh, Randy Dearborn who used to work for me and um, the idea actually behind it was that we were going to decorate the shop um, in different areas in the themes of Decades um, so whatever it's like fashion of the 80s or something like crazy like that or music of the 60s um, we never did do that um, yeah but still it's cool to yeah because people know decades and they probably have no idea where, wh- it, comes where it comes from or why and no and, and the reason that we stuck with it is 
because it's a it's a good short word that has hard syllables. Um, it's easy to say. It's easy to remember. It's not John's Coffee Shop, which is far Just too generic, generic and yeah, um, and long. And, yeah, and 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 decades is something that I saw as a as good branding name that has the ability to move into the future. Um, if I ever wanted to um, open up multiplications or franchise, which you you did for you had promontory, <laughs> yeah, I did yes. And what, uh, what was that like? Like looking back now, uh, well, it was I I was really excited about the opportunity and probably didn't really do uh, all my due diligence um, with the franchisee um, to make sure that it was going to be successful. Right. Uh, it was a good experience. I learned a lot from it. It's really good. So how long was that open up in Promontory? Um, I had my name on it for about three or four months. Yeah. And um, before I took my name away from her. Yeah. And then she continued on for the remainder of maybe a year before she ended up closing. Right. Which be- ended up becoming a sushi place. Sushi like, place, yeah. Which it was a, it's a gorgeous location. Like, it is. Looking out on the valley. and Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think the business um, could have and should have done well there. Um, I think it would have taken some work, would have taken some nurturing in the community, but the fact is there is a huge community up there, um, and it was a matter of, of pulling that together in the shop. Um, and I, I didn't qualify her the way I should have um, as being a good candidate for, for running the shop. A little eager on pulling the trigger on that yeah yeah absolutely yep. and that was that's a number of years ago now i don't even remember how many but i'd yeah, say close to a decade i would actually almost <laughs> say so too yeah yeah so you feel old i feel old i yeah i'm i'm getting there <laughs> yeah yeah oh for sure i think you and i entrepreneurship we've it's been a passion of both of ours for mm-hmm. sure um you stepped into real estate because you saw an opportunity there mm-hmm. um and you've still kept your your one foot, you know, firmly locked in decades, and yep. um, it's uh, it's been exciting being a part of your life and seeing things grow and change. And even though I bug you about real estate, you're the oh yeah, you're the only realtor <laughs> I'll go to now, just because because you bug I, me, well, I still well, I bug you, but I I trust you and I I value yep. your your input and your yep. um, reliability. I would say. Because I, I know other realtors. I've worked with other realtors yep. um, and very closely. And that's where a lot of my uh, tainted... Tainted, yeah. How yep. do you... Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's totally understandable. Yep. There are those out there for sure. And it's not that Ron is the only no, good, reliable not. realtor. Are, it's just that Ron's the only one that I personally know. Yeah. Um, There's actually a lot of really, really good realtors in town. Yeah. Yeah. They're not all bad. They're not. I might tell yourself that. curse them and yeah. make fun of them, but they're not all bad. I, yeah. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure everyone knows that. So, for someone outside of Chilliwack, looking into Chilliwack, wanting to, you know, work, live here. Hmm. Thoughts on what you tell them? Um, so as a new buyers, um, not, like, or just not people moving into just, town. Just as a, I think it's a citizen great town. of Chilliwack. It's, what would you it's say? a beautiful town. I think we have so much going for ourselves. Um, surrounded by the mountains. Um, I love the, the trails you can easily get to. Um, we got a lake like minutes away from where most of us live here. Yeah. Um, further drive to another lake. Um, Easy access to getting into Vancouver if you want to go in for a night or a weekend. 
um it's just such a beautiful place it has a good atmosphere even knowing like there's three rotary clubs in chillac there are people in town that care about our community who um have service above themselves um as as they're one of their guiding things in their lives and you can see that throughout chillac um the rotary trail i love the rotary trail on vetter river um tons of running i've done out there um and there's there's just a good spirit of people in chillac for sure yeah willing to help and then working in chillac uh working in chillac i think is uh there's i mean tons of opportunities um become a realtor i'd always (laughs) yeah yeah well the market's Uh, trending up yeah um start a business there's still room for growth in chilliwack um just i'm gonna totally throw you out there and see if you know the answer if you don't just tell me right um numbers for chilliwack what's proposed like where population where we are now where we're expected to be yeah yeah i think we're about eighty thousand. okay um and i don't know the projection numbers yeah okay I threw it it's up. Worth like, to see. Yeah. It's worth a shot. But 80,000, I think a lot of people don't know that they just see Chilliwack as this gas and go Small town yeah. filled with corn and pig manure. And, yeah. Yeah. Just there's, there's so much more. Absolutely, there is. Yeah. Well, if you're driving through Chilliwack and all you see is the mall <laughs> yeah. and all these restaurants and gas stations, that's just yeah. the edge of the highway. Uh, fishing. We got tons of great fishing on here. There's great camping. World-class fishing. Um, four by fouring, world-class fishing, right? Like, you, you can go. tell me all about that. Oh, yeah. It's, so it's can't get you off the river. We have people from all over the world coming just to Chilliwack to do some of this fishing and some of this outdoor stuff. Yeah. So it's, um, and you won't, t- you won't see that from the highway. No, not at all. What's your favorite thing to do in Chilliwack? Your personal favorite thing? Uh... Go to the Rotary Trail, actually. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I also love um, some of the hikes. Elk Elk Mountain is a great hike. It's vigorous. Yeah. Uh, It's easy to get to. The view is... And the view is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you done Mount Sham yet? I have, yeah. 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 That one's harder. Like, you have to get four by four. Yeah, it's harder to access, but the hike itself isn't actually that hard. Yeah. Um, but if you want a little bit more of a challenge, um, to the right of that peak is Lady Peak, and that's a little bit more of a challenge. I've yeah. Done that a couple times, I think. And view obviously. Is, the view is amazing. Yeah. You can't beat From it. All three of those mountains. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then, uh, favorite places to go in Chilliwack besides decades. Uh, yeah. Do I go anywhere else? Um, Where, where's your go-to lunch place in Chilliwack? Well, it depends on uh, the friends I'm with. Um, sometimes we, well, I'll go for um, sushi. Um, I like to go out for um, pho or pho, whatever you say there. Yeah. Which um, which pho place? Well, I like the the Galaxy one. Yeah. But it's often busy. Yeah. So I sometimes find it's just easier to go to the iPho. Yeah. Um, and they're actually pretty good there too. Um, and then sometimes I have this crazy friend and we go to Corky's. Corkies. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a good Corkies. atmosphere. Yeah. Did you know, you know, I'm vegetarian now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I'm going to eat at Corkies. You know what? So Tim McAlpine is a vegetarian as yeah. well. Uh, he, they have a black bean burger. 
Oh, okay. Um, like they have the veggie burger as well, like a kind of a traditional veggie burger, but they came up with this new black bean burger too. And okay. Tim, who's a huge vegetarian, he loves it. Loves he says it. That's probably the best one in town. Okay, we'll have to do lunch there. There we go. And he gets the yeah. fries. So yeah, but I go salad. So yeah, you are a eh? good, good yeah. man. Well, you have to have a salad with your beer. It's got, <laughs> it's got to balance out. <laughs> totally balanced. And then last question for you. Uh, what are you reading right now? Actually, a couple of books. Um, one is um, Leaders Eat Last, Simon Sinek. I'm a part of a group, Leader Impact Group, that meets um, once a week and um, discusses the chapters of the book that we're reading for the week. Um, and... What is it? Feel, fear, feel the fear and do it anyways is another book I'm reading. Okay, who's that by again? I've re- I recognize you know the what? title. I don't remember. He's going to look it up. Um, I can maybe try to look it up. <laughs> I'm not sure how fast I can be, though. How uh, How is it? Uh, it's it's really good. It's Fear, I think, is just one of those things that you um, is uh, I'm gonna let you really hold you back. And if you can't figure out how to deal with it and manage it, um, use it it can ruin your life yeah um, so yeah uh, got it here uh, Susan Jeffers Susan Jeffers feel the fear and do it anyway cool so those are the two that you're you're working through right now yeah yeah I got others on my list too yeah but that's what you're that's what I'm reading right now yeah and recommend both yeah absolutely yeah. for sure yeah I like Leaders at Last is a great book yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to say, Ron Laser? Uh, no, that's it. No. That's all I got for you, Matt. Well, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you uh, chilling out in the uh, at the podcast table. Yeah, a lot less scary. I didn't think there was going to be uh, um, this much fun. Did you think uh, I was going to have some like, I thought you had, questions for you? Yeah, me. intense questions and like torture machines and set up. And, yeah. No, that's the other other room. That's the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> new, new podcast. I'm not telling anyone about. Right. <laughs> cool. Thanks, man. If you're looking for something that's a little bit different in terms of advertising, then jump on board with this podcast series around town in Chilliwack. It's going to be spread out throughout the whole Chilliwack area, and we are going to be spreading it out uh, throughout BC and Alberta a little bit just letting people know what's going on in Chilliwack and the interesting and unique people that we have here. So if you're interested in a unique advertising opportunity, contact me, Matthew Hawkins, at matt at filmads.ca.